0: Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Sahur Bites. I am your host Osama Dorius and today I'm joined, you know, in keeping with the theme of me interviewing friends and family, a good friend of mine. You might have heard of him. His name is Rami Ismail. Hey Rami, say salam to everyone. (laughs) <laughs> How are you doing? Everything going this well? Good.
1: Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, everything is going well. It's, uh, it's nice because I wanted to talk to both you and Fauzi at the end of my suhur Bites, and you wanted to interview friends and family, and this all just kind of perfectly worked out because if everything's okay, it's
0: the final day of Ramadan. What I wanted to talk to you about specifically today uh, is maybe something of a shared experience in, in a roundabout mm-hmm. way. Uh, okay. you, you grew up a Muslim in the West. Um, I mostly grew up a Muslim uh, in the West. I mean, I, I, I've been Muslim <laughs> forever, but I was born in Iraq and I moved here when I was five years old. So that's recent memory. Right. But you, you were born in the Netherlands, right? Right. Yeah, and correct. To a, a Muslim Arab dad. Right. Uh, so can you talk about that experience? How was it having a Muslim Arab dad? In right. The yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: it was always...
1: You know, it's always strange because when you're growing up, at first you don't realize that your house is different. Yeah. Right. You kind of assume that it's the same for everybody, and that everybody has has the exact same way of growing up. So, as a kid, I never much realized that I was watching different TV series and I was listening to different music and I was having these these holidays that were different. That didn't really sink in until a few years into elementary school when I started to realize that, you know, we had a holiday that the other kids didn't and the other kids were doing holidays that I didn't have. Yeah. Um, I think that was the first time I really recognized that, that things were different in my household. Um, my dad always, I, I always liked that. I don't know. I feel like my dad always tried to capture the, um, the warm parts of the yeah. culture more than anything and i think it must have been really hard for him because he, he came to the netherlands when he was really young right yeah um he, How he old was, was he? Uh, he must have been in his early 20s okay um so kind of like what Fauzi did i guess where he left the middle east of you know in in early 20s i think yeah but the thing the thing that i found really impressive about it is that he he's remained an egyptian at heart right he's an egyptian he's very proud of egypt he has a very you know, he's a very dunya sort of like approach to Egypt, where it's like the mother of the world. And to live abroad and away from that, I find that when, especially first-generation uh, folks, right, that move out of a country, they become more protective, right? They become more um, outspoken almost about what they want to protect because they know that they're losing it otherwise. Well, I think second generation are usually a little more laid back in that and that they've sort of grown up with that mix. Yes.
0: I That's think actually my, dad, my experience as well with my dad. I think there's... Uh, my my dad left Iraq in his late 20s, uh, mm-hmm. my, my my mom in her mid-20s. And same thing. Uh, when, when my dad came to Canada and he really wanted us... To both fit in and not be, you know, seen as other, but also not to lose our heritage, right. and that's a really hard balance to strike. Uh, and I saw him struggle with a lot of his um, traditions. Like right. I saw him, like debate some in front of us, almost saying, "Well, that's not how we did it growing up. What do your friends do?" And he'd like he'd think about it and come up with a conclusion. He'd discuss it with my mom, right. That struggle at the time, it didn't make sense to me because, I mean, from from my point of view, we grew up watching uh, a lot of TV from here, but we also had satellite dish that picked up everything. Right. <laughs> you know, you <laughs> the have a similar experience. Yep. Yeah. It was a cable versus the satellite, right? So yep. uh, so yeah. I saw the contrast. I understood where the line uh, was drawn uh and i knew when something was like most of the time when when something fit into one area or the other but i also had a lot of questions that were just not addressed like i didn't right. you must have had a whole bunch growing up as well right yeah
1: of course uh i mean the, it was always funny to and that that conflict that you described was always funny to watch yes. right i wasn't prohibited necessarily from participating in anything unless it was really countercultural but I think my dad also grew to understand at some point that the more strict he was about things, the more likely it was that, you know, the kids would rebel. Yes. <laughs> so um, you had the thing with like going to, to birthdays or going to parties or going to sleepovers or going to a club. And I was not a club kind of person, but there were school events at clubs sometimes. And you could really tell that there was a bit of a, a struggle in there as a as an Egyptian who uh, came over to the Netherlands and obviously in the Netherlands suddenly had all this freedom and this the the nightlife and the the you know anything you could do in Egypt without your parents telling you that you can't do it, but also a, a very different culture than the Egyptian one. I think my dad saw both a lot of the good and the bad of the Netherlands of Western culture in the first few years that he was here and I think he really wanted to protect us from some of the bad. yeah, but it always came across as very overbearing. To us as kids, because we hadn't seen the bad of all of those things, right? Yeah, and so we kind of attributed it to the overbearingness of Arab
0: culture really quickly.
1: And it's it, it really only has been recently yeah. that I've started to appreciate that you know, the Arab culture is not quite that strict, yes.
0: no, it's quite the contrary. My, my parents used to tell us stories about how they just had to come home by sunset, like they were free to go wherever they wanted in the neighborhoods and whatnot, but when they came to canada the the like it's a it's a it was right. a different land for them it was just it's scary what you don't right. know is scary so my parents actually that's what pushed us towards video games believe it or not my right. my parents anything that kept us at home and was kept good. us safe and brought our yes and if it brought our friends to uh, to us right. all the better so like we had this openness about video And my parents love video games i've mentioned it before they used to play with us and to them, it was a positive yeah. thing. I, they had their moments of you're playing too many video games, going to right. your homework, of course. Like, but we had consoles. We had every console. That's why I was never into the console wars because that because it brought our our friends into right. our house and into a safe place where my parents could see them and be like, oh, they're 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 good kids, you know. They're 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 not like right. us, but they're good. I and that was I have a question for you.
1: Of you're course. you're a dad now. Yes. Uh, because I'm I'm not a dad. I don't have kids. I don't know how this feels on the other side of things. But like, is this a struggle that you have? Yes.
0: So it's it's actually complicated for me because I'm already, I, even though I'm technically first generation because I came here right. when I was five years old, I'm also like pretty much right. second generation. I have very few memories of my time in in, in the Middle East other than right. visiting, right? I have very few actual living there memories. Um. So for me, my culture is a big mishmash <laughs> of... Like both, right? I can't, I can't say with a straight face that I'm just Iraqi. I'm in many ways more Canadian than Iraqi, in many ways more Iraqi than Canadians. It's it's like it depends right. where, where. To, topic to we're the Iraqis, about. you're
1: Canadian. To the Canadians, you're Iraqi. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like I I, I talk about how I don't speak any language without a, with with a native right. accent. I speak Arabic with an English accent. I speak English with an Arabic accent. I speak French right. with an English accent. I speak every. Every language with a different accent. That's fine. Like, I've gotten used to it. This is not me complaining. So when it came to my kids, uh, specifically, it's really hard to share a part of yourself that you've struggled Mm -hmm. with a long time. Like... A lot of the the, the cultural parts of, of being Arab, I struggled with when I was young. Like right. I rejected to to yeah. a certain extent. I would watch uh, TV shows and commercials, uh, and like m- what I the food that I brought to school was different than the food I saw in those commercials, and I didn't want it. Right. I wanted a burger. I wanted <laughs> like that kind of thing. So with my kids, I think it's actually easier because my wife is right. Italian. Uh, of like she's Canadian, but like of of Italian right. heritage. And speaking about our cultures, my my kids go to both Arabic school. Well, before right. COVID, my kids went to both Arabic school and Italian school. Right. to learned both languages, and to a certain extent, they can't speak either right. properly, but they know words and they know the alphabet and they. Know they can talk
1: to each other language. in the opposite yes. language of what the parent understands. Exactly. <laughs> yes,
0: and that that's right. that's freedom. <laughs> that, that's liberating, right? So for my kids, it's like it's actually I think easier. I like I'd have to ask mm-hmm. them when they're older, but I think it's easier because they see they understand that they're Canadian mostly, and that there are there are also aspects of their uh, identity that are not right. that that they could clearly define. While for me it was it was much more of a struggle. But we do have those questions where my 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 kids, all of them, uh, have come home and said people ask me am I more Iraqi or more Italian? I right. don't know what to answer. And that those those are hard conversations to have because it, it brings me back right. to my... I can imagine. Uh, well, sounds like a big,
1: big topic.
0: Yes, so this is something we could talk about for more than a bite. This right. is like a, a big... <laughs> but I mean, we're, this is all the time we have for today. So maybe we'll bring it up during a regular episode at some point.
1: Who knows? Who knows? Inshallah. <laughs> we have many more episodes, inshallah.
0: Inshallah. So thanks all for listening. Assalamu alaikum and Ramadan kareem.